I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Welcome to Drunk Trek, your weekly drunken Star Trek podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris. I'm Amanda. I'm Matthew. And we're here with you for an, almost an hour of drunken Star Trek fun. So, uh, we are in week three of our uh, Amanda birthday month theme. Yay! Yay. And in fact, I it's bl- my birthday today, right? Uh, tomorrow, I think, technically. Tomorrow oh, when- wait, yeah, my birthday's on Saturday. Yeah, tomorrow when this airs, it'll be your birthday. So. Excellent. Uh, happy birthday, Amanda. Thank you. Happy I'm birthday. old. Future me is old. Future you is not old. Future you is not even close to a thousand years old. Um, I'm two years less than a thousand years old. (laughs) Future you is older. 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 Future me is always older. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Anyway, so this month we've been doing Amanda's favorite episodes. The first week uh, we did the Voyager episode, Blink of an Eye. Uh, about excellent a, sci-fi, which, uh, excellent excellent episode. Uh, last week we did the very classic Next Generation episode, Tapestry, which launched a thousand ships with uh, Q and Picard. Uh, and this week, Amanda, what is our episode? The Visitor from Deep Space Nine. Excellent. Um, looking forward to that. For those of you that are new, uh, if this is your first episode tuning in, what we'll what we do is we film four episodes at a time, and so we're in the third episode of our four this month. Uh, which means we are all kind of at advanced drunk factors. Uh, I'm, for example, at drunk factor five. Uh, Matt, what you, what's your drunk factor? I'd say probably close to six. Drunk factor six. Amanda? I'm really not feeling a whole lot, to be honest. I have so much leftover alcohol in me that it's just kind of like stopping up what's going on. <laughs> like, I've, I've run to the point where like I felt better last week, and now it's coming back again. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe more alcohol. I need to problem. be drunk for next week's episode, so I'm working on it. All right. Because um, there's no way I cannot be drunk and enjoy that the way it's meant to be enjoyed. It's the best opening sequence mm. of any Star Trek episode ever. Mm. We'll reveal that episode title at the end of this episode. You're selling it pretty big. You saw it it pretty is. Big. It's, but- um, our, featured, our featured shot this month is mm-hmm. Lemon Drops. Uh, which is Amanda, it was her pick. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll be drinking those during the opening credits and at a time during the episode that Amanda recommends. Uh, feel free to drink along with us at home if you are of legal drinking age, wherever you are. Uh, and uh, whatever, what else are we drinking this week? Um, me personally, I've got myself a Jack and Coke uh, poured very heavily that I've been drinking. Matt, what about yourself? I've got a delicious Henry's Hard Soda Hard Ginger Ale. And Amanda? I am drinking root beer and whipped cream vodka. Fantastic. So feel free to drink along with us at home. We'll drink, we do a shot during the opening credits, uh, and then Amanda will announce the next shot uh, during the episode. So uh, what we do here is, in a minute, we'll say three, two, one, engage. Uh, when we say engage, go ahead and hit play on your Star Trek Netflix or Blu-ray device, uh, and you'll be more or less in sync with us at that time. So... Uh, we definitely encourage you to watch episodes along with us talking because it makes us more interesting and it's just a lot more fun. So, all right, so without further ado, let's get started. Three, two, one, engage. 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 Rain pattern. Rain pattern. 
<laughs> we, we do have the subtitles on so that the Thunder Thunder rumbling, rumbling. Rumbling. so that the audio of the episode doesn't leak into our mics as much. So we try, hey, me and we, my dad. Aww. We, we try not to Remember read when ahead. I had a dad? <laughs> it was a thing. Oops. Oh, baseball. Oh, there's the baseball. Oh, I was also thinking about the baseball episode. That's a decent episode. Mm-hmm. So the symbolism of fondling your father's ball. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is, well, it hasn't been revealed yet, but this is an old Jake Sisko, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. This is my father's something. I don't know. This is medicine. I think this is him. This is this is the sweet medicine to take away the pain of life. I'm losing my dad. <laughs> I'm sad. Okay, you know, here's the thing. Like, no offense to Jake Sisko or anybody out there, but like, a child losing their father is the natural order of things. If one loses their yeah. father, one should not kill themselves. No, like he he obsesses over it way too much. Yeah, no, like it was very weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was very strange, and like it's terrible to lose both your parents when you're a teenager. But he was yeah, younger like, than a teenager when he lost his mom, right? Oh yeah, he was yeah. Like a young child. Yeah, but yeah, like children losing their parents—it's the natural way of things. Like it sucks, but you move on from it. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently, young Jake Sisko is doing well for himself with that large pad that he owns. Not that money matters in the future, I guess. No. Even though that whole that brings up all kinds of questions. Yeah. <laughs> this is the star of a horror movie. This is. I was actually looking for you. <laughs> this is like Star Trek: Deep Space Nine misery. <laughs> yes. Oh Jesus. What does he do? That's creepy. What are you doing? She cut herself. He's stealing like, it. She cut her oh. head somehow in the rain. On a branch, yeah. <laughs> Anselm? You need a life. It must not have been a very long book if you read it twice in one night. That's true. Yeah. She just wants you to take off your pants, Jake. You're too old. Say no. <laughs> this is like the reverse of that last episode, in which case this is a young character who's incredibly old. Mm-hmm. It was done, I realized it was two days later. <sighs> okay, so off off topic question, but sort of unrelated, like is there any author that either of you have read that, like, once you read, like, their first book, you immediately had to read their second book? Mm. I can't really think of one. Maybe when I was younger, uh, I fell in love with Orson Scott Card's works. Mm. Now that I'm older and realize he's a homophobic Mormon douchebag, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that affection has waned considerably. See, I really liked Ender's Game. But like, so that's the thing is like I, read, I had no desire to read any of the other books. I read Ender's Game. I immediately read all of the other books in the Ender series. I read his Memory of Earth series, which I loved, um, and still like to this day I, I hold a certain affection for that series because it's really well written. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, like I his work is really good. The man himself an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the only one I can really think of off the top of my head. I mean, the thing is, so I have a problem coming up with things like that because 
I read so much when I was younger, especially. Mm-hmm. I read so much, like, naturally just read something, read all of that stuff, read the next, and then move on to the next thing right away. So it's not yeah. like, I had to be like, oh, I don't read, but I really like this. I'm going to take, the-. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I went to the library. I saw this person had a bunch of books. I took out five of them. And yeah. then I read them all, and I went and got more. Yeah. Now, Chris, I'm sure you've read plenty of Star Trek novels. Uh, yeah. Amanda, are... did you read any of the, the Star Trek novels? No. Not really? No. My dad had a bunch of them, but I what, never What's got essentially the, the Star Trek expanded universe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, I read, um, I mean, our library had, like, all of them, because our, our librarian was a, was a nerd, um, uh, but I, I have to say the first the first author that I I fell in love with that I read his first book and then just read everything else I could find of him was Douglas Adams like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, I really good. I read every other Hitchhiker's Guide book at that point and the um and all the uh, Dirk Gently novels. Um, We're not actually traveling through space, so we have to show something that is. <laughs> Comment. Remember, we're in space. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Cheers. Space. I can't drink when you are chanting <laughs> space. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> oh. We're in space. <laughs> yeah. Space. The final for... Oh, wait. No, it's actually the show. So. <laughs> so, yeah. DS9 was the first Star Trek series created after Roddenberry's death. Yes. Yes, it was. Yep. And, I mean, like, I mean, and the, the similarities between Babylon 5 and Deep Space Nine are... I mean, clearly... Striking. Striking. I mean... The first um, season, at least. J. Michael Straczynski, obviously... Uh, well, he, he's often... Suggested that they they stole his pitch. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is such though a departure from every other Star Trek though, and the fact mm-hmm. that it's a central location, you got to get to know the mm-hmm. the character, and this is in the location. You know. Yeah. I feel like when they int- as soon as they introduced the the Dominion, it really came to its own as a series. Yeah. The first the first two or three seasons were a bit rocky. I felt. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was when Ronald Ronald Moore kind of took over as head 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 writer. That was, I think the Dominion War is all yeah Ronald Moore, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense because Ronald Moore is really good at making like really compelling political storylines that have really frustrating religious endings. Jake, you're getting really close to that young woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about the ending of DS Nine some other time. Yeah. That's true. Ooh, that would be a fun future we uh, future theme month is uh, disappointing ending. Well, just yeah, we watch all the series finales of each of the five shows. And granted, that would take a while because TOS didn't really have a finale, right? It just got canceled. It just got canceled. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, I, we could that. do next gen Deep Space well, Nine. Is, I'm not sure about the DS9, but the other ones are two parters. Yeah, DS9 is just a one part finale. Yeah. Much to it, much to its. Uh, uh, well, Enterprise is a one-part finale too, I believe. Isn't it? It's two episodes. Is it two? I think it's just one. Uh, at least, what's his face directed the last two episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just. I think it's just one. But anyway. 
Now the, the, the next gen is definitely next gen and Voyager. I believe are both two. They're both two parters. So I mean, our livers would take a beating, but <laughs> if we if we did six episodes in a month, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jake Cisco, the writer. <laughs> the iPad Pro now available. <laughs> yeah. In space. Hmm. <laughs> also, I think I kind of think they overdid it with the actor who plays old Jake because he's supposed to be 18 years old here and 68 in the like the framing device future. He looks mm-hmm. a lot older than 68 to me. Some people don't age well. Hmm. Their dad gets sucked into space. Spares, it might age you a little bit more. (laughs) Dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're going to talk about it after they watch the the wormhole do its thing. So this is damn it, Dad! What's going on? (laughs) Why are they even on the Defiant? Couldn't they just observe this from the station? But then we wouldn't have the episode. (laughs) Yes, Chris, you are correct. That kid gets tall so fast. Yeah, that's your your problem hiring kid actors in any show. (laughs) See Bran Stark in the... I know, that's where my mind went immediately. Yeah. He has like five kids by now. <laughs> <laughs> or or Walt age really fast. <laughs> oh, poor Jake Cisco. Uh, <laughs> oh God, Dad, I'm sorry. I fucked up. Dad, I fucked up one too many times. Dad! Dad! <laughs> Son, if you don't fix this warp core breach, we're all gonna die. I'm trying to shoot it. Can I shoot it? Oh, that's not a gun. <laughs> Is that a gun or the no. compensator? <laughs> it's one of those like the tranks at the back of every like old timey. Uh, they pull out in Looney Tunes. <laughs> How was that all the way over there? Oh, the guy had it. Never mind. This seems too easy of a fix. <laughs> there you go. You were saying? There's your Dad? repercussions. Dad? Dad? And Dad? he's dematerialized. <laughs> I mean, granted, like, that would fuck you up. Yeah. But apparently this guy's lived a long life as a writer. So why would he kill No, him? he only wrote a little trouple of things. Well, yeah. two, two books, and I guess it just lived of the coattails of his own success. <laughs> She doesn't care. She just wants to hit that. Jake, <laughs> she wants honest. to hit it and quit it, Jake. To be honest, she doesn't care about you or your brain. Yeah, he's lived a hard sixty-eight years. If that's <laughs> uh... now, you know, would be great. Like if if a show did this episode right, but then had the like was then it was just like I don't know, like adventurous enough to actually make it canon, but like. Like lead, he, who's, he stayed dead. The lead character yeah. is just fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Morn. Morn. <laughs> Should we read anything into the fact that Morn is an anagram of Norm? 
That's <laughs> actually, no, that's actually where the name came from. Really? Yes. Uh, they're like, we have this barfly character <laughs> who sits at the bar um, and doesn't say anything. But yeah, they, name, they actually that's actually where they got the name from. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Jed Z is... Oh, uh, that is creepy, Jed Z. That is a child <laughs> you're stroking. <laughs> We grew very close, Judzia and I. Until she and, died. Uh, oh, too soon. I like the I like the episode that talks about the fact that like Nor Morn has like uh-huh. swallowed just a shit ton of gold pressed latinum, and that is how he affords his extravagant bar bills. <laughs> also, Nog and Jake have the hollow suite for half an hour. What do you think Ooh, they're going to? I know up to? my mind went dirty places. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Jake. I know you're feeling bad about your dad. I'm just going to get you a holographic hooker. <laughs> Three hours. Well, oh, you have a drink. I'm so sorry. Also, also, um, Jake's outfit right now is that's so '90s. <laughs> that's so '90s future. <laughs> also, Nog is short as fuck compared He's to so Jake. Short. Well, yeah, Ferengi, Ferengi are tiny. I forgot that the height difference. Well, how tall is Jake? I mean, he Jake's pretty tall. I mean, he looks probably He's like, probably at least six foot. At least six foot. Oh, yeah, no, he is. He is he is terrifyingly tall. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny for you. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like that's too tall for most space travel. Aw, this conversation they're having, it's so sad. It is the saddest. Remember when your dad died? <laughs> Remember when your dad died? He's like, we'll be on Earth together, right, Jake? We'll be, we'll be together forever. But Jake, I got that holograph hooker for you. Oh, well, I guess... It- they were going to go ion surfing, Chris. I guess I've already paid for it, so turn around. Cow. <laughs> okay, now here's the thing. I guess if my if if my dad died, um, if my dad died, and and I, you know, and then I was like, you all sad about it for sixty years. That would be sad. But if my dad died, and he kept coming back to me as a spectral ghost. Okay, maybe then I can understand the weird obsession with yeah <laughs> with. Mm. With this bullshit of old Jake being like, like, I, yeah, no, like. So I don't know if he's that tall this episode, because he's still pretty young, but he grows to be six foot three. Six foot three? Yeah, the actor. That is, that is, um. Quite tall. Quite tall. No, I would say that is a little less than average height. No. (laughs) Says the six foot, six foot five giant. That's right. (laughs) I think if we look at the bell curve, uh... He's above average. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he's probably like the top 15%. All he's playing Domjot are, do you think they'll show the stupid fucking blinking light Domjot board that they had? Probably not. What? Nor will there be any miles again. <laughs> if I was ever writing for a uh, sci-fi series, I'd have one game. But it would be different every time you looked at it, so people couldn't figure out what's going on. It'd be like, one time it was like, the Dom Jot Billiards table, and next time just like a bunch of dice for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but I just know it's waiting yet. Oh, that's a thing. Odo is trying to keep up with the Kardashians? Yeah. The bu- Oh, no. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> I know you do. I was going to say that the Bajorans entered into a, a defense pact with the Cardassians against the Klingons, which is would, would be quite a, a turn, well, given yeah. how much the Bajorans and Cardassians this, hate this each is, other. This is like that episode with, with Picard. If, if if fucking Cisco dies, all everything goes to shit. Everything goes to shit. Yeah. 
Don't tell him what to do. You're not uh, his dad. You're not my dad, Worf. Good. <laughs> also, I like that Michael Thorne's just like, I need that steady paycheck. I'm not going to leave Star Trek. <laughs> Next generation's done. I'm yep. out. I'm going to Deep Space Nine. Michael Thorne really yep. likes Star Trek, though. Michael Thorne's fantastic. Yeah, I really like how they brought him in for First Contact. Yeah, First Contact was fantastic. Also, I'm really, I'm really sad that he was... He played the president in an episode of Heroes back when Heroes was still on. And like I was like, oh, and this is shortly after Obama got elected. And I was like, oh, Michael Dorn's going to be like a recurring character on Heroes. No, he was just there for one episode. Michael Dorn was the Sandman in Santa Claus Tale. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> like the one with Tim Allen? Yeah. <laughs> I think he, he does voice acting. He's act- falling asleep. He does voice acting now, too, doesn't he? He better with that voice, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very intimate moment between Jake and Narice. Um, do you think, think Narice this entire time is flashing back to the time that Jake really wanted to fuck her? Yeah. I'm just wondering if Cisco's I mean, like, like, oh man, I left my kid, and just everyone's in the house goes up, like, was he sleeping? Whispers. Just like, is- you like Jake. <laughs> you like Jake. <laughs> I'm thinking more You're that this is just like, Jake. this is just Jake milking pity from like Dax and Kira and all the other females on boards, like... <laughs> Or he's he's this, just telling this, this pity is, from the fangirl that showed up in his house, which he put out. <laughs> like, remember when my dad died? And the, the whole thing's a lie, because his dad didn't actually die. The whole yeah. thing's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean, the episode, where, the episode where Lux out of Troy is here and they all fall in love with each other was just super <sighs> weird. That oh, is man. the shiniest shirt that in the shirt. world. Yeah, that shirt. It, looks, it looks like the cut of, it looks like a baby doll dress. With, like, the bib, and then, like, the belt. <laughs> man, I don't know who's in who's in charge of costumes for the series, but, man, they went to town. It was the 90s, man. They just, like, they're, like, fucking living on a cocaine dream when they designed these outfits. I think they went to the store and were just, like, where's some ugly shit I can find? Like, bring me your ugliest fabric. <laughs> they just went to the dollar store and said, bring me your worst tunics. <laughs> <laughs> they sew it up and they tell oh, their children, man. would you ever be caught dead in this? No, excellent. excellent. <laughs> I, I am so suddenly reminded of the clothing in the movie Hackers. Oh, God, that's a terrible film. <laughs> oh, almost as bad as the film Swordfish. Oh, Where Hugh yes. Jackman has to hack a computer while getting a major blowjob from Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah, and while while uh, John Travolta watches, <laughs> that was a weird also thing. probably something that happened in real life. <laughs> John Travolta is always watching. <laughs> <laughs> With that creepy fucking goatee. <laughs> John Travolta watches you while you poop. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> you brought it too far. <laughs> I'm sorry. You ruined it. You, you, you took it to a it. creepy place, Chris. <laughs> I <clears throat> I would like to take a moment to apologize for my previous statement. Oh man, you gotta feel okay. I okay. I feel bad for Jake now, never knowing when his father is going to suddenly reappear. In no, his no, life. Yeah. and he never knows when he's safe to like go Dad! to the bathroom or have sex or jerk yeah. off. Oh, like that would be the worst. You're like you're 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 thirty year old Jake. You're alone in your bed, just jerking it, and your dad appears. You're just like, ah! <laughs> God, Dad, can't you subspace knock? <laughs> subspace knock. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!
We are laughing through like the emotional torment of Jake Sisko. I didn't even have to worry about things being too intense in the next episode. Like when he got married, they they could have sex, but it always had to be with the lights off, in complete darkness, with the covers over them, just they in case. Have, like, they have like chip, not chip wires, but like with the thing so that they can rattle if his dad shows up. <laughs> oh god! No, she's like, maybe we should go back some other time. Yeah, because you're weird. Get out of that man's house! Why did you know that? Does anyone know where you are? You'd be murdered. <laughs> that is a fantastic point. This is why you should not track down a writer and go to their house by yourself without telling anybody you know. never goes well. Oh my goodness. Without telling anybody you know or love. I still hope this ends up being a misery situation where she's like, (laughs) you need to write another book. And he's like, no. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to hobble you. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, by the way, Caitlin. (laughs) Kalen's here. We love Kalen. That is true. We're two episodes in. We're quite drunk. Three episodes in, Matt. This is our third episode. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we're two complete episodes in. Oh, okay. This is now our third episode. Don't mansplain episodes to him, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank, thank you, Amanda. <laughs> even know <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah so things sucked Cleons came around Federation fucked up <laughs> ooh hang on I have no uh, way. My dad. My bye dad. dad. God, I hope sun space is everywhere. I do like. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever get it get to it, but like the Klingon war with the Federation mm-hmm. in this series is really good. The conclusion of it is really, really sudden. Or well, like, like, every- like, like Worf kills whoever the yeah. the guy was. I can't remember his name. Yeah, now. yeah. It, well, it's, and it's it, like, okay, it, now we have a new high, high commander, and it, everything's fine. It's the Ronald D. Moore story writing technique. Yeah. it's Ronald D. Moore is really good at setting up really interesting political situations, but he is terrible at resolving them. Like, he, he knows how to write really interesting factions and characters and belief systems, but when it comes to actually resolving it in some sort of meaningful, um, satisfying manner, he just, he fails. Yeah, I mean it's the same with it's the same with his run on Deep Space Nine. It's the same with Battlestar Galactica. Gowron is is the guy's name. right? Gowron, yeah. 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 Worf kills him, and then is like, no, this this guy is in charge now, and then yeah. everything is fine. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's just probably more. I mean, yeah, and he he's doing a new show right now. He's, he he does the show Outlander right now, which I apparently need to watch. But like, I, the only reason I have not watched Outlander right now is because I've been burned by Ronald D. Moore too many times in the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow, he's still really tiny. He is really tiny. But I, from what I've heard, though, um, about Atlander, is that the the lead male character has washboard abs that go on for miles. 
And yeah. so now I'm more interested in watching it. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I haven't watched it because I tried to start reading the book for uh, the Deacon Sundry Vaginal Fantasy mm-hmm. uh, book club. Yeah. I did not get into it. This, is, this is not it. related to the movie Outlander, by the way. No, not the, not the one yeah. with Vikings and space monsters. This is uh, where a woman goes back, gets sent back in time to Scottish medieval times, and has to try to navigate her way through that society. Okay. While having sex with all the handsomest men. Yes. Well, yeah, which means all the power to her. All the power to her. I mean, yeah. if I was sent through time to medieval Scotland, I would also have sex with all the handsomest men. To be men. completely honest, like I'd be pretty sure that it wasn't a real thing, so might as well. <laughs> yeah. If you got sent back in time, I guess you would probably most likely assume that you were just having a mental condition. And at that point, you might as well just go with it. Yep. And be like, well, let's see how this turns out. Yep. <laughs> Trying to remember the I'm name. I'm curious Wait. who the actor is playing Jake in this because he looks familiar. Isn't it just Jake with, uh, with age makeup? No, that's a different actor. No, that is definitely a that's different. That's a completely guy. different. Actor. I'm bad at faces, so. Are you um, saying that all African American men? Look no, I'm saying all people <laughs> look alike. No, I'm terrible with faces. Actually, what really people who really look alike to me mm. are guys between 18 and 23. Mm. Uh, white guys like. the like dark blonde hair to like medium brown hair. Yeah. They all look the same to me. And it's terrible because half of the people I teach are those guys. Yeah. So I have no idea who they are. I, didn't t- I can't tell them apart. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and then they don't care, so they never talk to me. And no sure, idea who I mean, they like, are. When I watched Lord of the Rings for this time, I couldn't tell Aragorn and Boromir apart because. They are incredibly similar. They, they are. They're, they're both they're, like... They're wearing very different outfits. They're white dudes with brown hair. But that's how I tell people apart. Well, and that's how outfits. I told them apart. I was like, I was like, oh, Bormir has the metal pips on his collar, like, and Aragorn doesn't. And that's how I told them apart for like the first three times I watched The Lord of the Rings. And obviously after that I was able to tell them apart. But like, yeah, Sean Bean and Viggo Mortensen actually don't look much apart, but I'm really bad at faces, and so they look just alike to me in those films. They do look very much alike. Like, it would have been helpful if one of them had not had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait, Sean Bean's in this film. Oh, he dies at the end? What a shock. What a shock. <laughs> the thing is, like, the glorious movie he's in is the movie where he doesn't die at the end. Which one's that? The Silent Hill movie. Oh, yeah. I didn't well, know he was in that. Well, he is, but, you know, the funny thing is, he wasn't originally in that film. Uh, and they actually, the studio that released the Silent Hill film was forced, they, they forced the director to add in scenes with him. Because mm-hmm. the film is, it's a female-led film, and all the characters, most of the main characters are female in that film. Yeah. And they said, we need, we need a male lead character. Oh. And so they added in Sean, these Sean Bean scenes where it's just him trying to find his wife and trying to Daddy! be with her. Daddy! I realize where I know Jake, the actor playing adult old. Jake. Where is that from? He plays the Candyman in Candyman. Oh, ah! shit! Oh, he does! Wow! Oh, my God! That is so the truth! This is my dad. My dad's alive. Great, my dad's alive. Dad, I'm super excited. Can you just wait while I don't fuck my wife? <laughs> Who is a black Vajoran, by the way? Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Dad, Dad, I, I sliced up these people in the Caprini Green sub in the Caprini Greens apartment complex in Chicago. Be it's all for you, Dad. It's all, all for you. It's all for you. Candyman, by the way. Quick, quick, grab all the photo albums. <laughs> grab all the photo Dad albums. might not be here for long. Wife, go. <laughs> by the way, Candyman, by the way, one of my favorite horror films of all time. It's fantastic. It is a great film. Yeah. 
You have. Let's not waste time. Okay, son, give me the quick rundown. You're married. Uh, what's happened the last five years? <laughs> have you written any books? Photo albums? Yes. Oh, no, his books. Oh, they're getting the photo albums. Hello, photo books. albums. Wait, the space photo albums. <laughs> oh, no, those are his books. Yeah. Oh, his books. With LED covers. <laughs> because it's the future. <laughs> We're going to print everything, but science. Science. All books come with LED covers now. <laughs> In the future, yes. My favorite thing is that she just didn't I'm just going to be awkward and leave. <laughs> My favorite thing is that she, she didn't just pull out a Kindle. I was like, here, here's his book. Yeah. They knew nothing about the future. No. This was like 10 years before the Kindle. Yeah. Or like yeah. 15 years no, before the Kindle. No, definitely long, a long time before. Ebooks? What does that mean? <laughs> which is weird. It Excuse is. me, which is weird considering that Star Trek like predicted the Kindle before the Kindle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're always walking around with those super thin pads that have right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The best thing is, is like, is like, Star Trek predicted the laptop and the and the iPad, cell phones, and cell phones and all that shit. But like, like the i the pad in Star Trek is like six times like, as thick as an iPad. God damn it, Jake, reproduce, <laughs> reproduce, or you're not my son anymore. Amanda, Bye. Amanda, Amanda, I feel like you're channeling channeling some some real feelings. My mother's Jewish. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you don't have to say anything. What, what, Matt? What, what? Get your goat. I got you. I My got goat you, is man. not part of the conversation. Uh. <laughs> well, at least your dad keeps reappearing near you. That's good and bad for the previous aforementioned masturbation scenarios. <laughs> But also for the previous ever mentioned, like, leaving the space station forever scenario. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Captain Sisko appears and there's just a bunch of Klingons around, like, oh, uh, 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 um, Kapla! <laughs> Success. I decided uh, that I'm just never going to do anything for myself. <laughs> I've decided right. I'm going to put my entire life on hold and try to help my dad. I'm finally oh, doing man. what my dad There's wanted There's a heavy-headed metaphor there that I just don't want to go into. <laughs> oh, no. I love my father, but he's, I'm not putting my life on hold for him or anybody. <laughs> he, like, lost his wife over it. Yeah, yeah, no, just fucking live your life, Jake. You don't need to be beholden to your father for the rest of your life. <laughs> God damn it, Jake. Oh, what an man. academic real relationship issues that never what? happens in real what? life. What? <laughs> Who does that? You could have found a nice dress oh, later on, Jake. Oh, could have. It's not hard. Like a good thirty percent of my professors married their grad students. That is that is terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying. It's horrible. It's gross. Fuck the fuck up. <laughs> oh, and here we get to see the old crew like aged up. Age makeup. My favorite thing is, have you seen, like, apparently... And new Star Trek uniforms. Apparently last year it was the... the, ugliest um, fucking uniforms. Last year, I think it was last year or a couple years ago, maybe, I guess it was probably 2014. Oh, was that age makeup. Was the 20th anniversary of, um... Oh, God. The Star Trek Next Generation family. Uh Uh-huh. Which took 20 years in the future from the Next Generation. And so they were actually able to compare age makeup Picard to actual 20 years older Picard. Uh-huh. It's like, actual Picard he is... He has an age today. He has an age today. <laughs> that age makeup Picard looks like he's fucking ancient. 
Oh man! Just like Age Bashir here. Yeah, so they just oh, I, I, like like that that. I like that the subtitles actually say "Old Jake." Old, yeah. <laughs> Old Jake. You know what's funny though? Just so we know who's these, using it. These future uniforms match the future uniforms in Voyager. Voyager? Uh-huh. Or, or like Future Voyager. Future, future Voyager. Future Voyager. I think they also match the uniforms in uh, All, All Good, good things. things. They do, yeah, they do. I, I recognize the, the communicators. Well, no, the communicator in All Good Things wasn't the, didn't have the four lines with the Delta signal over it? You're right, it did. You're right, I apologize. But this definitely, this, these future communicators are definitely in Voyager. Yeah. Nog is a captain? Yes, he's a, Nog is a captain. He's a captain of the ship. A very Nog. wrinkly captain, because yeah. everyone is wrinkly at this point in time, apparently. <sighs> well, when you're, when you're 5,000 years old. <laughs> okay, so wait, this aired, let's see, this was what, season five? Season four, episode season, season four? three, I think, yeah. So, I mean, this is like 98-ish. Um, ninety seven, ninety eight. So, dude, dude. I guess this is what they said. Is it? Did they say this was fifty years in the future, or did they? I don't think they said specifically. No. Dad. <laughs> Dad. Father. How <laughs> I do that? I think of the. Uh... Uh, one of those fucking E-Trade baby commercials where they're on the plane and the <laughs> captain starts talking and there's another baby in the back and he just goes, Dad? 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 <laughs> hey, they're in the they're in the same Jake? weird white plane featureless universe that Q was in last episode. God damn it, Jake, I wanted grandchildren! 14 years? <laughs> 14 years. How old is it supposed to be? This surely is not just 14 oh, years. Oh, 21 years. <laughs> Candyman Candyman <laughs> So oh. weird <laughs> Avery Brooks doesn't understand anything other than intense acting <laughs> Remember him in the um, episode with the James Bond parody? How yes. terrible that was. If anyone meant to be a James Bond villain, it's Avery Brooks. I just hit my... That little laugh he gives you is, okay. is, like, is wonderful. You have no grandkids! Uh, she left me. Your no, line right. ends with me! Your grandchildless father! <laughs> also, it'd be great if John DeLancey were in the background in the Jesus robes. Yeah. <laughs> around. He's just kind of lost in the very far back. We're in this way and that way. That would be the best. What's up? No, no. I've become obsessed with you, Father. Dad, Dad, I love you, Dad. Dad, I just need your approval, Dad. Give me your approval. Before I leave, I just need you to say that you're proud of me, Dad. Just do it. I'm not proud of you, son. You're a failure. <laughs> dad, disappointment. Dad, Dad, just hold me, Dad. Just like you did on the boo. <laughs> dad, I hate Sand. I hate Sand so much, Dad. It's coarse. I killed them all. The women. The children. Whoosh. 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 And on that note, I didn't mean a shot. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. 
I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't ready either. <laughs> mm. Oh, oh, that is <clears throat> bitter. Oh, my tongue burns so much. I want you to see something. It's oh, it's in my pants. <laughs> I know, it's in Go my ahead. Desk. It's a picture of me naked. You think you're safe because it's light out now, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look like you're a little nervous about what the fuck he's asking you to do. Because you would be in a situation. <laughs> Still alone, though. No grandchildren. My poor dad doesn't have any grandchildren. Space dad? Space Dad. Lost in Space Dad. <laughs> Lost in Space <laughs> I think we mentioned this before, like like how likely it is that people would still write by hand in the future. Very unlikely. Yeah, we decided that wasn't a thing. How many people write by hand now? Very I mean, yeah. yeah, I still do, but I still do. I mean I write my notes, like my like school notes and D and D notes by hand, but like well, if I'm, like, writing a story, I'm going to write it on the computer. Huh. <sighs> oh, her name's Melanie. <laughs> Wait, did we, did we, have we ever heard her name before this? I don't know. Did she give her... I think she, she does it I think she, she introduced in. herself. Okay, I, I must have missed that. Well, I got Melanie around into a tree. <laughs> That's what my people do. <laughs> Uh, sort of to free my father yeah. <laughs> don't kill yourself Jake Sisko like everybody loses their parents at some point you don't need to kill yourself to prove a point huh. <laughs> wait okay so I've that seen, seems far fetched I've right. seen this episode before but I forget the ending of it does he kill himself to like fix everything no he's yes. already dying no, 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 no. That thing he injects himself with at the beginning of the episode, he's killing himself. Ah, good. What so, is so, that, so that when, when, when uh, Benjamin shows oh, up, yeah, he dies. Oh, yeah, so he can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, Benjamin what, goes back to the true, moment that's true. of the What accident. a terrible lesson from this episode. Yeah. Like, We've had a very poor lesson uh, so far. Uh, you're waiting for a train that will never come. <laughs> I mean, it's almost as bad as a lesson... Of when you have lizard babies, just leave them. <laughs> Jesus oh my god! By the way, we we have to do the lizard baby episode That's, at some point. Thing, yes, yes, we do. The episode where everybody evolves into lizards. Not no. everybody. Well, Tom, Tom and Tom, Tom and Janeway. Yeah, but we have to do that episode. I'm first. never the, quite sure why it also encompassed Janeway. Because yeah. he he like kidnapped her and took her yeah. on. Yeah. But the only reason he's turning into the lizard thing is because he went through the Trans super warp. Rupert. Yeah. Transwarp. Yeah, yeah. Trans yeah, and he decides. He was no, he was in the Delta Flyer by himself. Yeah, he was. Yeah, originally. he kidnapped her, took her on the Delta Flyer. But he needs a mate he to needs continue mate. on his new species. But, so did he sub uh, transwarp again in order yes. to mate her? Oh, yeah. Okay. He he. Now I will I will I will pause it. That is the worst episode of any Star Trek series ever. Uh, you do realize next we're watching an episode with Abraham Lincoln, right? Yes. This is the best episode <laughs> in the world. It's so I mean, good. So good. I mean, if you're just talking about re- like, 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 like issues of right and wrong, possibly yes, that is the worst episode. 
I, I just think it's the dumbest. It's the dumb. It's the fucking dumbest episode that th- that they go to transwarp and evolve into lizards. Okay, yeah. that I'm not going to dis- dispute that with you. Like Spock's brain, the episode where Spock's. Ooh, I was considering that one. For where a Spock's while. brain? Okay, we have to do a month where we just it's do the terrible. dumbest fucking episodes. We'll do Spock's brain. If we're doing Spock's brain, we have to do the episode with Neelix's lungs. Neelix's lungs. Mm. Uh, <laughs> because that was directly inspired by Spock's brain. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, just these dumb fucking episodes. I mean, if we're doing dumb fucking episodes, I mean, it would be hard not to pick just from Enterprise and Voyager. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Fried my tongue so much that this last sip that I took of my drink tasted like bacon. The lemon shot you took tasted like bacon. No, this my <laughs> the my root beer root tasted beer like, bacon. like bacon, which huh. would make it the most delicious root beer ever. It's good. Like I'm not. I'm just saying it's weird. You it's just not kosher. You know, you know what my hangover cure. It's was. also not kosher. You yes. Know my, you, know, you know what my hangover cure was today when I was hungover. What baconator. <laughs> Nice. Mm. I I got McDonald's, but it's been so long since I've eaten any because oh, of the diet Francisco's that here, my yeah. doctor put me on. So long that I eat anything that was like completely fresh. I tried eating it; and it was just terrible. Yeah. Daddy, hey, Dad. The way the way he's looking at yeah, him right now. Like I'm not the only one seeing that, right? <laughs> it's just a very. It's a very like, like, you're such an old man, and uh, I'm so happy for oh, you. You're so you're so old. <laughs> I forget that you're so old and alone. Is all I could have ever wanted for you. <laughs> your your space sweater. You're old with your space he sweater. He did right. He directed himself <laughs> in this, right? Well, is, did every Brooks direct this episode? I think so. He may have done. <laughs> oh, Read the dedication, Father. Dude, it's, no, it's directed by David Livingston. Uh, He's probably like, no, no. I, I, I Look de- at him like you really care, Avery. Like you care so hard. Yeah. I dedicated it to you, Dad. Dude, I dedicated my whole life to you, Dad. That's why I haven't I, accomplished. I haven't lived a life, Father, because of you. <laughs> Isn't this what you wanted, Father, for me to make my entire life an extension of your own? <laughs> I never had children. I never had a life of my own. All I did was think about you and your eventual reappearances. Father, I haven't masturbated in 60 (laughs) years because I was afraid (laughs) you would bop in while I was bopping myself. (laughs) Okay, we're getting to some real issues here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't grow up in a house where I shared a bedroom with two other people. I don't know what you're talking about. I never got a chance to masturbate. That's what I'm saying. Where where are we? What's happening? What is this world and why am I stuck in it? Amanda, you signed up for this drunk truck experience. You have no one to blame but yourself. You knew who I was before you signed up. I have to say, Chris, I'm trying to know you in completely new ways. Our relationship has evolved being drunk with you everyone. Not in like a weird, sexy way, but in a weird, you tell me too much about masturbating way. Is there a difference <laughs> between the weird sexy way and the weird me telling you about how I masturbate? Like? <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, I am positive that you talking about masturbating as a child is not sexy. I would agree with you. I'm just going to put that out there. I would agree with you, Amanda. You're right. Like, I'm wrong. As oh, you're an right. adult, that doesn't do it for me. You're right. I'm wrong. I... Dad? <laughs> Yo. Oh, shit. Dad, did you space save yourself? <laughs> How did you know I was coming, Dad? Uh, um, oh! Did I misread that? <laughs> My vision is a little iffy right now. <laughs> so I had this dream that you spent your whole life in a futile dedication to myself. Oh, let's never do that again. <laughs> let this be. Let this episode be a lesson to fathers everywhere. The worst thing that happened to me while you were gone was I wore this one outfit that was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Without you being your dad, I had no guidance in anything. <laughs> oh, so we end ourselves at the end of another episode of Drunk Trek. Chris, what did ourselves. you learn this episode? I learned that if your father dies and comes back as a spectral ghost, you can never masturbate again because he might watch you, and that's just the worst. Amanda, what did you learn? I learned that a night of drinking can take the gravity out of any situation. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> I learned that Jake Sisko will take advantage of any opportunity to get laid, even if it's the death of his father, if he can use that to manipulate Dax and Kira and every other woman to give him a pity fuck. He'll go for it. Kira, I'm sad. Let's cuddle. A somber lesson we learned this week. All right. Well, that does it for another episode of Drunk Trek. Once again, you can find us on Twitter at Drunk Trek Cast and on the interwebs at, dr- at Drunk Spa- at Space. 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 Drunk Trek dot space. Yes. Space. That space. Space? Space. Space. Like, space, the final frontier of that space. Space? Space. space. Wow. <laughs> Not space. space. It was a lot cheaper than registering a dot com. Space? <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, drink long and prosper. Also Bye. Space. <laughs>